Welcome to OG Overtime. I'm Joe Ovias, and Joe Giglio and I chatted with Don Waddell, President, General Manager of the Carolina Hurricanes on Tuesday afternoon. The reason for this preamble is because I want to give a little context to when we had this conversation and the news that's happened between that conversation and when you're actually hearing this. We covered a lot of ground, everything from what gambling will look like at PNC Arena when it goes live on March 11th, what's up with the Backyard Bistro, What's up with the redevelopment as they've moved on to a new architect? And of course, hockey, you know, the most important part. What is this team going to look like before and after the trade deadline, if anything at all? And of course, the point of focus has been on goaltending. I don't have to tell you, if you're a Canes fan, there's been a lot of ups and downs when it comes to that position. Most importantly, Freddie Anderson and the blood clotting. He's been out since November. They've been giving you hints here and there about his potential return. I remember we talked to Rod Brindamore last month. He said it was getting closer. They kept they kept saying it's getting closer. And Don Waddell referenced it when we talked to him on Tuesday, but now we actually have an official statement from the Carolina Hurricanes to have a better idea of how much longer Freddie Anderson will be sidelined. This is from Don Waddell, official statement from the Carolina Hurricanes. Quote, Frederick has resumed off-ice activities without complication and will begin limited on-ice conditioning. Anderson also said that he was thrilled to be a step closer to getting back and playing again. So I wanted to set that context from when we talked to Don Waddell on Tuesday and the news of the day. I don't think a lot has changed, but a better idea of where we are right now with the Carolina Hurricanes. So enjoy. Joining us on the Easter Automotive Group Hotline, President General Manager of the Carolina Hurricanes, he is Don Waddell. The Canes are at the break. We appreciate you making some time before you jet off to what, Cancun? You hanging out with Seth Jarvis? What's going on? It's a business trip. I, uh, I'm i going to get out of town for a couple of days, but it's all business. And, uh, you know, we we run a, a pretty big operation here. We're going to keep it going. That, that operation's only getting bigger, Joe. I love that umbrella there, Don. <laughs> Because I feel like you could legitimately go to a casino and be like, hey, <laughs> these are research purposes for this business trip. I like that. You think I can expense any losses? I Well, no, I've been told you can't expense losses, but the hotel stay potentially. Um, yeah, I, I think yeah. you can work on some of those things. Sure. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. But yeah, I won't be seeing any casinos on this trip. Well, let's talk about. Let's talk about the gambling. Uh, March 11th, it's finally happening. We, we have a start date with March 11th, and you now have an official sports wagering partner with Fanatics. So let's let's start out with why Fanatics, uh, with a, a lot of competition with this uh, with sports wagering. Why Fanatics and the Carolina Hurricanes? Well, they're, they're newer into the uh, gambling world, you know, a couple years old now. They did the Columbus Blue Jackets, uh, and we obviously spoke to them, and they're very pleased with uh, – uh, their deal and how they've handled it since then. So obviously Fanatics is a huge company. Uh, we're all familiar with them for their brands and, and so forth. But, and the other thing is we, we, whether it happens immediately, we want to have a retail sports book. We want to be able to have our customers come in and if they so choose to make a wager at a sporting event or whatever they're here for, be able to do that. You know, uh, the, the problem is the big boys, you know, they all know 97% of the revenue comes from mobile. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not much money to be made, but for us, the retail is more of a uh, something that we can offer for our customers and our fans that are coming to the arena for all the events. 
So what's that retail supposed to look like? I mean, is it help kiosk? Is it actually taking bets there at a window? I mean, all the speculation around the backyard bistro spot. How, how's that going to look? Yeah, I would say as of today, it's more kiosks, uh, not the backyard bistro. Uh, we're going to use that as a more sign up area. Uh, but in time, we will have a live sports cage and uh, things that go with that. All right. So this thing becomes live. What kind of education do you have to do on this? Because we've seen this in the NFL. That isn't to say that the NHL hasn't gone over this with the players or the Players Association hasn't gone over with them. But I think the last thing anybody wants to see is like a uh, five game or 10 game suspension for somebody for placing a bet on the Super Bowl from the locker room or the team hotel or some of the things that we've seen with NFL players. So how have you uh, tried to educate your players about what they're allowed to do, what they're not allowed to do when it comes to gambling? Right. Every, every year, the National Hockey League Player Association you know, meets uh, with the players and talks about the do's and don'ts. We haven't had to worry about it in uh, our state until now. So we'll have our own meeting with the players uh, and talk about the process, what you can and can't do. As you said, you know, nobody can bet on hockey. No players, employees, anybody that works for me or for us cannot bet on hockey. That's it's very simple that way. And if you think you're going to get around it with burner accounts or whatever, you're going to get caught eventually. It's just a matter that's, I mean, all these casinos, they, uh, they're on top of this, and they don't want to lose their privilege of being able to carry uh, the professional sports. So we will do more education, but I think the Player Association does a really good job each year at their uh, annual meeting talking to the players about what they can and can't do. How comfortable are you well, guys in game or in, in between periods kind of promoting what you have there and some of the options that you have? Because uh, I, th- I think it will be something that people are, are interested in. Uh, you watch, you know, I watched the NFL games last weekend and every every commercial there is to give you what the live bets are. Right. Well, you know, I, I know a little bit about gambling. I don't know all the things about all the live bets, but every, you know, you've been going to national hockey league webpage and, you know, the first thing you see is the odds for tonight's game. So I think, you know, you, you don't have a choice as far as um, if you're going to try to sell some of your advertising to some of these gambling uh, organizations, you're going to have to show it. And I mean, I think everybody's getting used to it now. Maybe a few years ago when you first started seeing it on the NFL where it started really early, but now I think everybody's used to it. I guess the only other question that I would have about gambling uh, at PNC arena, it's, is it fanatics in all other online sports books, or is it going to be geofenced exclusive to fanatics when this gets going? You don't think we would do that. Do you? Uh, what be geofence exclusive to a fanatic? <laughs> Yeah, fellow teams do do. Yeah, that. I mean that happens. No, I know, I know. We we we've talked about it. We actually uh, have fanatics coming in here in the next week to ten days. To, uh, for not just that, but lots of topics. Because yes, it has been talked about. There's been no decision made at this point. Okay, okay, and I and I understand that fanatics does a, a lot more than just sports wagering. So well, they yeah. sell their jerseys, they sell their jerseys and stuff like that. So sports cards now too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Taking over the and they, have, they have ownership in the NHL too, by the way. Yes. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Okay. That was my only other curiosity with that because um, confusing people I'm like, oh, okay, sports wagering is legal. I've got this app that I've been wanting to use because I see this other one and then suddenly it doesn't work. People need to understand that right. it might be like that in certain places because of the technology that's available. So I was curious about that. So that's, that is an unknown at this point. Let's 
Let's talk about, well, wait, one other thing before we talk about hockey. I know, I know we, we do need to talk about hockey. All of this is related to the updates of PNC Arena uh, and what happened later in 2023. And I guess the, the news is that there's a there's a change in the architect, a change in who's planning. Has this affected any of the timeline when it comes to the changes at PNC Arena that are on deck? Yeah, the Centennial Authority, who actually owns the building, we operate the building. They control the process for uh, RFPs and RFQs for yeah, putting out for uh, bids for these positions. And the architects that were hired uh, are now have been uh, let go. Um, you know, we've kind of felt since we started this in September or so that the process has been very, very slow and not accomplishing something that a lot of us could do in a day or so if we had the right tools. And so the authority got involved. Uh, well, they've always been involved, but realized the last probably three weeks or so that this partnership wasn't in the best interest of anybody. So they they made a decision to let them go. And now they got an RFP out for another new agency that would represent uh, uh, the authority and we'd be able to work with. So does it delay anything we're talking about? It could. Mm-hmm. just depends on how long this lasts. Uh, you know, we weren't talking about anything major this summer. We've been talking about adding a club on the first level, on the arena level for our, our uh, front row seat holders and things like that. So the, we, we knew it was going to take us a year and a half for good planning. And then the other thing is, you know, we have to plan around, you know, the teams and the the events. Now we do have another project that is going to get started. That's in the, the star dressing rooms, and the locker rooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, we always get rated as the worst locker rooms in the league, which I'm okay with. But uh, they uh, we we tried to do it last year, but we ran into with the shortage of parts and labor and everything else, supplies. So that will happen this summer. Is that a a, comp- a competitive advantage to those visitor locker rooms? It's kind of funny when somebody comes in, they complain about their locker rooms. To me, I, they're worried more about where they're going to take a shower than worry about playing the game. So it works out. <laughs> to and to clarify on, on the, the project at the arena there, uh, this I'm going to sound like a jerk here for a second. I used to make fun of Duke football forever because they put out this phases of how they were going to renovate their football stadium. Mm-hmm. And phase one was the women's bathrooms. And I would always make fun of it. But the truth of the matter was they did not have bathrooms for women. Yeah. So it was like a really important thing to do. Yeah, man. But I'm just kind of curious. Do you have like a, because it does seem nebulous and now you're switching architects and all this other stuff. Do you have like an idea of what is actually going to come first? I know the NC State fans are worried you're going to put up 78 parking decks and take away all of the football parking. But is there like an... In your circle, do you have a a concrete idea? Okay, this is what we're going to start with. And then this is ultimately what the goal is that we've seen with the development of the area. Yeah. So you got you got two different projects going on. You know, when we talk about NPNC Arena, that is run by the authority. Uh, we talk about anything we do within the, the, the walls. Once you hit the parking lot, that becomes a, a private development, uh, which uh, we've had lots of meetings with all the key stakeholders involved. Uh, the plans have probably changed 20 times. They'll probably change another five or six times. Uh you know, there's some things that we really need uh, to uh, help the site be uh, as efficient as possible, and that's ingress and egress. You know, we can't, if you're going to have a business district and a sports entertainment district, they can't cross over each other because people that are coming to the 
uh, somebody's going to go for dinner one night and they say, well, there's an event going on there. I'm not going to get stuck in that. Mm-hmm. So we, we've actually got some great ideas and, and some plans, but it's, it's also we've had a lot of meetings with DOT to try to figure out what the best way to conquer this. Uh, uh, we got the experts uh, in the, the field working on it. And, uh, uh, you know, we know there's going to be uh, at the end of the day, there's going to be uh, a live nations, hopefully amphitheater, mm-hmm. uh, 4,500 seat. And then uh, we're working on, you know, two hotels, housing, uh, retail, one office tower to start with room to build out. But, you know, right now, I don't know if office towers is the best place you want to spend all your capital. Uh, so. We, we we have do have plans. We, do we have anything yet that we can roll out to the public? No, because there's, some of this is all going to depend on where we end up getting access to the property. Tom Waddell's hanging out with us here on Ovi's and Gilio on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. All right, so while you're worried about architecture, you're worried about ingress gambling. Ingress that This is important. <laughs> this is very important. Uh, we're talking about gambling, amphitheaters, everything else. Do you have a separate phone for trade discussions, a separate phone from other GMs? You have a phone for all the all this business stuff, and then you got a hockey phone. How does that work for Don Waddell? I, got, I had to add another one for backyard bistro, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, the the there's one line that uh, strictly pretty much hockey. There's a few people that might uh, dial me up on it, but uh, you know, you stay in touch. I talked to a couple of GMs today, just yeah. you know, just. You know, you, if you stay in touch with people, it doesn't mean you're always going to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But you call, uh, you know, see where they're headed, what they're looking for, give them what we feel we would need. And, you know, just try to get some traction that if something does become available, that you're at least in the game. Okay. You know, you're not you're not going to be in every deal. It's just impossible because it's going to be deals made that you have no idea what's going on. But if it's somebody that you're in a deal that knows you're looking for something, it might make it you might get that phone call before they make a deal. <clears throat> doesn't mean you're, you're going to get the player, but it might be a spot that you can get uh, some traction. It's fairly obvious with your squad, it's goaltending. It's actually pretty impressive that the Canes have been able to uh, be in the position that they're in, given the very unforeseen events with Freddie Anderson, uh, injuries, ups and downs, and everything else, the quality of goaltending. Uh, compared to where your record is and the production you guys have had. So how do you handle this with just over a month before the trade deadline? Yeah, uh, great question. You know, Koch, uh, Koch is back. <clears throat> he got uh, back, He backed up our last home game. He's cleared 100% go. You know, we got to give Rant to credit. He carried us through a tough spot there. And, you know, he, he all he does is he doesn't have the best numbers in the world, just wins games, mm-hmm. he finds a way to win games. So, uh, we're very confident that uh, those two guys can uh, carry the mail. Obviously, we picked up Spencer Martin, who was an insurance policy that already paid off because he went in Boston and beat the Bruins in Boston, which <laughs> is not something that happens on a regular basis. I think it was you guys have made it work. Like it's a, yeah. it's all credit to the team and Rod Brennamore. You guys have made it work, yeah. uh, but now the curious, you know, you have to make decisions. Well, uh, we can't let you skate with Koch. By the way, I live for your pronunciation of Peter's last name. Kachikov. Kachikov. I am the worst. I, I yeah, it used to be a joke around the draft when I was in Atlanta NHL. When we step up to the floor, 
the microphone to make an announcement of a player. They all knew which guys I weren't taking because I couldn't pronounce their names. I wasn't going to take them. <laughs> so that that that's my history of the league. That's uh, everybody knows that. But you know, Freddie Freddie's making progress. Uh, doing a lot more uh, off the ice. Um, you know, I, I'm pretty confident now at this point. Uh, you know, it's 90 days and the medicine is coming up here, which was a critical point to get through. Uh, the blood clots are doing well, so they're gone. Um, so I, I would suspect, you know, we don't have a timetable on, but we should be in pretty good shape with goaltending the rest of the season. You guys have been hesitant in the past to make big moves near the deadline because you feel like you have a system. It takes a minute to get adjusted to that system. You make your moves in the offseason. Totally understand that. Goalie, though, might be something different in your mindset, I'm curious. Is goalie different at that you wouldn't need a guy who, you know, is coming in trying to learn how to, you know, fork check and all the other systems that you guys have. Is, is, is there a difference in your brain? Yeah. Uh, yeah. hundred percent. If you need a goalie, you know, if it proved out by March 9th that we need a goalie, then, you know, that's way different position. Doesn't have to worry about their forward checking back pressure and everything else uh, just needs to stop the puck. So yes, I would hundred percent agree with you that that position would be different. Hopefully we're not in that spot where we have to use uh, assets or, cap space and all that for a goalie. Hopefully we'll be able to do something else. Related to that, uh, Dmitry Orlov scored a big goal for you guys against uh, Arizona in your last game. And it seems like he's the, the light seems to be coming on for a guy. I know that's a, an all-star in your league, but it just feels like he he's starting to figure out how to play in your system. That that has to be um, encouraging for you to see. Yeah, 100%. You know, the, the problem, Dimitri's used to playing 22, 23 minutes a night. And our team, when you come here and you already have Slavin and Shea and Burns and Pesci, you know, you're not going to get 23 minutes. Uh, you know, it's just Roddy, we, our defense was, I thought, the best in the league last year. And I think it's pretty darn good again this year. So and I think that speaks when you got Orloff playing in your third period. But so he has adjusted to that. You know, there's some nights, I think the last game played 16 and a half, almost 17 minutes. So if he continues to play, remember, he's our most physical defenseman we have, too. He's solid. When he hits somebody, it is, it is hard. Uh, so we need him in a lineup. And, you know, I think the coaches are getting tr- more trust in him. Uh, and, you know, it's not about him scoring goals. He scored a great goal the other night to win the game. It's not about that. It's about making sure you take care of your own zone. And if you do that, uh, you're going to be fine. Gilio likes to point out that Rod Brindamore, he'll bring up the thing that he wants you to talk about, right? He'll let you know. He'll let you know. This is the thing <laughs> that I'm paying attention. These are my talk. I would love it if you guys ask me these questions, right? <sighs> and while he's been upfront about goaltending, like, yeah, this is great. This is great. But we got good goaltending. That's why we won. It's it's very very simple. What was he bringing up the other the day? Schedule. The schedule, right? He, he was on the schedule the other day. Nobody really wants to talk about the schedule. And we were on the road there for a little bit of stretch, and it does seem like you are taking advantage of uh, the the backside of that yeah. now. Is it is it was it a trade worth it for you, or would you like to see the thing balanced out a little bit more? Well, you know, some of it we don't have a choice. You know, yeah. with the state fair coming in for fourteen days, and then. Uh, 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 we've always had Disney on ice in the first week of December there, which uh, is going to go away uh, or go to a different time frame moving forward. Uh, you know, our building's busy. And, you know, you'd rather get – we always talk about it. I mean, 
Rod and I talk about all the time, you know, and then when we get our schedule, so it looks good saying, okay, we'll get these road trips out of the way. Don't realize how many games you end up playing on the road. I think we were 24 and 15 at one time on the road. Uh, but uh, certainly we, we are conscious about it. Sometimes you can't prevent it. The one thing you don't want to do is just always these single game trips where you come home. Like we got it coming up where you go to play at home, go to Washington for a night, come home, play, go back out to Pittsburgh. You know, that, that's worse on you than going on the road for four or five days and, and playing three games. So uh, less time in the year is uh, always better for everyone, all of us. Tom Waddell, President, General Manager, Carolina Hurricanes. Oh, we got one more question, though. One more? Yeah. yeah. This is a maintenance for Svetch? Maintenance as far as uh, right now? Yeah, like you knew you had this break coming up. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's he, just be careful with him in terms so of. He wanted to play that last game. There was no reason to put him in that game. He was still sore. You know, give, give him nine days now. Totally had, you know, almost, what, 17, 18 days off. So, you know, we know how important special is to our hockey club. You look last year in the playoffs, you know, once we lost him, it was a tough road for us. So we got to, you know, these games are all important, as I say, but there's going to be more important games coming up in the near the next few months. Tom Otto, we appreciate the time as always. Enjoy your break, even though it's a working vacation, and we will talk to you later. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.